Michael Myers sure is scary, but the last thing you need to do is be hairy this Halloween. Lucky our friends over at Manscaped launched their fourth generation performance package to make sure your pumpkins get the ultimate carving experience on this spooky day. Turn your bite-sized treat into a king-sized candy and join the 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off, plus free shipping with the code FUNDAY. Make the right call this spooky season. It's trick or trim, as they like to say. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code FUNDAY at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code FUNDAY at manscaped.com. Say trick or treat to your beautiful new Halloweeny with Manscaped. Welcome to Any Given Funday. Joey Haas, Ray Ostrout, Kobe Brickner, no B Molson, and a cut like Neosporin. And uh, we're here after they've done it. And I can't believe they actually did it. It's so funny to me. I, I knew, I've been calling, you know, pretty much the whole series on just, you know, emotions wise, how you're going to be feeling. But I told you at the start, I told you before the series started, you know, you don't want to you don't want to let this series go long. Right. You don't want to. Uh, Terry Francona just happened to be the worst manager today is, is really what I saw. The Yankees hit. They got on him early. And after about the second inning, it felt like the game was pretty much over. They didn't do absolutely anything on the offensive side of the ball. But like I said, a lot of question marks. Terry Francona is going to get absolutely ridiculed for uh, starting Savali today with another day rest, not pitching Bieber. You had like you you waited till your guys were basically who who were dominant all year and you wanted to be in the game. Right. Kind of came in when it almost didn't matter. And it felt like the team was already deflated. Um, Jose Ramirez comes up with a big spot with the bases loaded, doesn't do it. Well, I mean, gets sack fly, gets one run in, but that's only your only run of the game. And the Yankees won a fucking baseball series by hitting around 170 the entire series. Yep. Which to me is just unheard of. I mean, that is but dude, we won. On the, yeah. No, that that's all that matters. You got Fuck to the it. next round. We won. We got another tango with Houston, man, and that's and that's all I could really ask for. And let me say this. You ain't getting by with 167 or 170, whatever the case was. No, but we could get so. by it with our starting pitching because that was very good. Yeah, I will take our starting good. pitching um, against anybody's anybody's starters right now. We have great starting pitching, and I will I will stand by that. Nestor came in and shut the door today. I mean, he took the air right out of the sale by like the third inning, right? Like maybe maybe that's just biased Yankee fan, but it just seemed like Nestor had control of that game the entire time. Yeah. I also thought that once, um, <clears throat> excuse me, once they got Ramirez out, I thought for sure Boone was taking him out of the game, right? To get, to, I think uh, he kept him in the right amount of time. No, no, no. I, I but when I saw him uh, and uh, what was it? Who was it? Gonzalez came up after him. Yep. Right? I truly thought I was like, oh my god, he's gonna go to Loisca this early. Like it's a spot that I I wouldn't be sitting here and being like, okay, he's destroyed. He just, I mean, he destroys both sides. 
Um, but I feel like he dis- he hits power pitching not as good, right? We saw what he did against Clark. Clark's not really a power pitcher, you would say. Um, and most of the guys that he's hit walk-offs against so far in this postseason haven't been power pitching, right? He, he's struggled with that. He struggled against Cole. He, he's had a few bloop singles here and there, but he hasn't really hit the ball hard like he did on, on the walk-offs that he had. Um, so that, to me, was why I was kind of surprised. But in the end, Nestor gets out of it. Um, <laughs> Wandy Peralta apparently is your new fucking closer. <laughs> Dude, I, listen, I've said Wandy's fucking the man. I've said he's the man. I like Wandy. I, I don't he just doesn't get disheveled in big moments. And I and I that that was my biggest thing. It was never I, although the whole bullpen really honestly pitched well. Yeah, no. I, I mean they, besides they Clark did. Schmidt that the other night at the bar, which he shouldn't have been in in that situation anyway. Right, but like Clay Holmes for whatever it's worth pitched great this series. Loizica pitched great this series. Wandy pitched great this series. Like those were our three big bullpen guys. And they really consistently used. showed up. Yeah, and they pitched well. Like, we saw no Domingo Herman, right? But that was great. Okay. But it was starting pitching. And if you had, if there's no, there's no MVP in the DS. Uh, but if there was, it'd be Garrett Cole. No doubt in my mind. Garrett Cole comes out there, shoves game one and game four. I mean, what else can you ask for? That, that's exactly what you were asking for by signing him to the, you know, to the contract that you guys have him for. And, I'm I'm kind of glad that they didn't go and use him today, right? You know, I don't I don't know if he'll start till probably game three. Um, he bring me bring two, me Garrett and uh, he, if he if he's feeling uh, I don't know he wants to pitch in Houston. I, I feel like oh yeah, hundred percent he definitely does. But now now the kind of the rotation is just all a little bit messed up. You said that Tyone's going game one. Tyone is going to go game one. I mean, at least that's what they're saying. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's word on the street. Yeah, so obviously you had Nestor Nestor pitch today. You had Cole pitch a couple days ago. Um, There's a possibility, I think, that he might be able to go on, uh, you know, four days rest or whatever the case may be. So I I wouldn't put it past him. I wouldn't put it past Boone, to be honest with you. And I think, honestly, the surprise of the day for me, Joe, was when Hicks came out of the game. I thought, I mean, everybody in the stadium, everybody, the announcers thought and were like, okay, Boone's hand is forced. Now he has to go bring in IKF, right? <laughs> and they still didn't. <laughs> they What's in, that tell you? And Marwin fucking Gonzalez trots out of the the dugout. First hasn't seen the touch the field in a month. Feels you, like you right? ready for the news? What? There he goes. Aaron Hicks out for the whole for the rest of the season. Wow. So so who? Well, I mean, who are they going to put on? Probably. Well, that's that. That's what that's. I think that's what we talk about right here, right? So the Yankees have no turnaround, right? It is boom, bang. Before this podcast is even out, they're already and I'm going to get this. Yeah, they're already going to be on the flight. So here we go. You like whatever happened in this series, the good, the bad, it's just got to be wiped away. And you need to walk into this series tomorrow with Houston in Houston, ready to fucking go. Okay. There's going to be some open roster spots, right? Clearly, there's going to be no more Hicks. You can cross him off the list. And then there's going to be potential bullpen guys that are coming back. I think there's I think there's something to be said for a couple names that are going to be on this list that we didn't see in the first series that I think we're going to see in the next series. Um, I think we're going to see DJ. I think DJ is going to be on this team. I think I, I I don't know, but if he's if he's even eighty percent, I think we're going to see Ben Attendee. I mean, I, I, it's possible. Nobody's, I think nobody has said that he's not ready to play. And, and here's what I'll say to you as well. 
because we know that obviously for the DS, the Astros had no left-handed pitching in basically in their, I think it was everybody, right? They didn't have a starter that was lefty either, right? I'm pretty sure. But either way, they had no lefties in their pen regardless, right? They kept Will Her- or, um, what was it, Will Smith. They kept Will Smith off for the DS. So it's going to be interesting if they do that again for the CS. And then also, if Boone goes to Matt Carpenter at DH instead of John Carlo, I mean, obviously he can hit righty or lefty. It don't matter. But matchup-wise, right, you would probably want maybe Carpenter in, in that situation. Or are you have you been pleased, obviously, with what John Carlo's done? I mean... We don't kind of we don't really know where Carpenter is with his health. Um, obviously, Stanton brings the boom factor. I feel like Carpenter kind of brings both along with the average factor. When he was in the lineup this year, he didn't see much time in the DS, which kind of surprised me a little bit. I figured he would get a little bit more pinch hitting. Um, just like Francona used his bench pretty much through and through every single game. You know, in the bottom three, in the last three innings, Francona was unloading, right, getting the catchers out of there, getting guys in who who he thought could hit better, you know, than Austin Hedges and and whoever was in. Um, so I think that's maybe one thing to take away is, is what is, is the lineup going to look the same, right? And now what does it look like? Um, say Ben Attendee isn't fully a hundred percent. Do you trap Marwin Gonzalez out there in left field or do you say, screw it? And you put Stan out there here's and then put a, Carpenter at DH. Here's, here's another thing too, that, that I'm thinking in my head right now, right? If you're the Yankees and I'm looking at talking Yanks Twitter and, and you know, the guys are celebrating, if you're the Yankees, you need to get this out of your system in like the next hour. Like they cannot celebrate into the night because you're going to be in Houston by 3.30 in the morning to play tomorrow. You cannot celebrate this. Sorry, but save it for the offseason. There's, there's two guys. There's three guys that could probably celebrate tonight. No, there's nobody. No, there's, I mean, I agree. N- Nestor, Cole, and Wandy. Wandy pitched every fucking game. Give that guy a drink, okay? He, he's he been... You, you send me the picture of the GOAT with the massive balls being, you know, dragging his balls on the street. That's what Wandy did this entire series for you guys. I mean, he came up and pitched every single game. If you told me that before the series, I would have called you crazy. Right? The Yankees can't celebrate. They cannot celebrate. Obviously, and I, I, I know that. But and Stan even said it in the post. Oh, I mean, I agree with what you said. Yeah, I, I think there's <clears> just <throat> hat, hat off to Garrett Cole. G- man. Give 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 everybody a fucking shot at JMO on the plane, and and you're good. That's your yeah. celebrate instead of blowing you know blowing champagne everywhere. So so. With that being said, all right, like we'll give it, we'll just give a couple more comments on the Cleveland series. Uh, you know, we don't know, I don't know what the team's even going to look like by the time that the rosters are out for tomorrow's game. I was going to say, it's going no to be four hours that they have a chance to really, yeah. And that's the thing, too, is who's going to be able to get there in time, right? Or who's on standby? That That's my question, too, is like, are Ben Attendee and those guys just chilling in the fucking clubhouse while these games are going on? There's just so you know, many. Are they just they're just living at the stadium in wake of hoping I think that they're they get there. on the next roster? I think they're right there. You know? I think they're both. I think I who I don't think makes the roster, Chapman. Chapman's not on the roster. I don't even think Chapman's on the next roster. I don't think Chapman's in the United States. I think he's in Florida. Yeah, well. He's in Miami. Could be in Cuba at this point. Um, So many. Uh, there's just so many storylines. Did you see the video of, or did you see the 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 snip of uh, Judge kissing his Yankee jersey after see, the home run? I was gonna say something about this, but I didn't really want to bring it up because obviously I'm probably gonna get, <clears throat> you know, all Red Sox fan bias, Red Sox fan this. Um, if it was me, right, and say Rafael Devers was doing all this shit in, in his in his final year of his contract, you know, wearing the New York stuff, and it's a little, it's getting to be a little bit much, right? It was cool at first. 
um, you know, what was it? New York or nowhere, right? Is the sweatshirt he wore or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, to go through the whole season of kind of being on the fence, not really giving much up, you know, um, you, I just look at the way that Xander Bogarts handled himself this year and, you know, it was really a class act. There, you know, every time he got to ask question after question after question after question and answer the same way. He goes, I have no idea. He goes, I'll, I'll get to it when I get to it. And not to say Judge didn't, but now the fact that the Yankees are winning and he's been doing good or when he has been doing good, right, he's kind of going a little bit over the top. That, to me, is almost like, I don't know if it's, I don't, I don't want to say it's fake, but I don't know where it's coming from, right? Because now it just seems like all of a sudden, just when he's doing good, it's like, oh, I love the Yankees, but... We didn't see on those on the way to the game, you know, when they were he wants in the wake to stay of, Yankee. When they were in the wake of elimination, we didn't see that shit. That no. took, that that's what I would be thinking as a Yankee fan, but that's that's just me. Like I said, I don't know. I think it's too. I think it's over the top, and I think he's trying to like pimp you guys up and kind of just put you on a pedestal and be like, oh yeah, I love New York, I love this, I love that, and then so that way when it comes and break, like he breaks your heart in the, over the summer. Or in the winter, like it's not it's not that big of a deal because you you're gonna be like, oh, he was 100 percent about us. He was here, he was there for us, and he helped us get a ring, or he helped us get back to the, you know, what I mean, it's uh, it could be an image thing because obviously New York is a very tough place to play. Okay, it's so media. things that we can't see in the next series that we saw this series, the Yankees can't bat uh, 182. That was their final average. Is that 182. the final? Okay. They can't bat 182. I think that's for starters, but it didn't take a fucking. Uh, <laughs> It doesn't take a uh, scientist to be able to figure that one out. They can't bat 182. Next thing up, IKF can't be back at shortstop. Okay? And I'll say, wow, that's a great play. That was a great play by Cronenworth. Um, that was with a run on third as well. Yes. Oswaldo isn't a great shortstop. Okay? He's an okay shortstop. But he's a rookie, A. B, you're throwing him into the Yankees playoffs, right? Like, not just the playoffs, but you're on the Yankees. They want you to play shortstop. You haven't played there since you were in the in the minor leagues because they threw you in the outfields. So limit your expectation, right? I think that's fair. I think that's completely fair. I also wanted to get your take just quickly on the on the Hicks ball, the Hicks and Cabrera collision. I think I don't know. Did you have a certain? Yeah, I'll, I'll give you my. I'll give you right. How many fucking times in a series is a bloop going to be hit to left fields? And it's just going to cause ruckus. How many times did the Guardians do it against us? Seriously, I, I it's probably extended onto more than more there's than one. Lead, there's probably six to eight instances, dude. Like, I'm not even kidding. That I can just think of off the top of my head. Now, now, I I am a I'm a man of the Lord, and I will never wish injury upon anybody. However, in that situation, I was feeling like when, when he Aaron got up, Hicks got hurt, I was like, I was sitting there, damn. I really hope Hicks isn't hurt. Shit. It would be a shame if we had to take him out of the game. Darn it. It would be really sad if he wasn't on the next roster. Shit. And then we're all texting in the group chat, and, we're, and everybody's just like, get him the fuck out of the game. Get him out of here. And then oh, man. I think I think Aaron Hicks took one for the team. <laughs> well, no. The, the thing with me was, you know, we saw the blooper the other day. And he, the guy didn't even run to the fucking baseball. So I get where... So here's the thing, right? That's his ball that's, 10 times out of that's 10. That's Hicks's ball 10, 10 times, times out, out of 10. 10. However, if I'm in Cabrera's shoes and I saw the replay from last night of Hicks jogging to the baseball that came in and went over and basically was the same exact play, just a little bit or not highly as highly hit, 
yeah, I'm going to go fucking sprint to that baseball if I'm a shortstop. Because guess what? I want to make the play because guess now what? I Aaron don't Hicks trust- is a, your fucking left fielder. I, well, I don't trust him to go and make the play. So it's it's a very weird median. Um, obviously, you could see Cabrera was 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 clearly calling for it. They didn't really show Hicks's point of view on if he was calling for it or not. But um, yeah, it was uh, it was interesting to say the least. But uh, luckily, it didn't lead to anything, dude. Like, what like the all the other fuck books. is wrong, dude? Do you go on Twitter a lot? You know, was this was it you I was talking to yesterday about it? No, I think it was uh, I think it was Nick Nick Baker. I was talking to about it yesterday when we were playing when we were streaming, and and there's some days where you go on Twitter and you just laugh your ass off, and then there's other days you open Twitter and the first thing you see you're like, all right, that's enough for today, dude. I'm just scrolling through Twitter because I'm just trying to get like I have like Jack Curry's tweets on oh, Michael dude. K's like all these guys just so I can see if there's gonna be roster changes because they're gonna be the first to know. Mm-hmm. And I'm scrolling through Twitter right now, and a picture of Lana Rhodes and the and, and the baby came up, and it says a kid with Blake's athleticism and Lana's ball handling is a future star. <laughs> See, it's just <laughs> what the fuck, dude. Just so messed up. Um, oh. Okay, but back to what we're saying. <sighs> There's just a lot of things that make me nervous about this next series. I really wish that the MLB would give give them a day. I really do, and maybe it's not—it's not an excuse thing, but you get—you can't, you know, you can't predict nature, right? Yeah, and, was, and well, nature fucked us over two days in a row. I was going to say, or two times in the series rather, and I don't think it's fair that we have to go into Houston, who ha- and I granted they won their series, they did that, you know, they deserve their rest, but we won our series too, and we weren't supposed to have to travel an hour after we win our series straight to Houston to be ready to play in less than 24 hours. Yeah. I don't I, think that's fair. I get where you're coming from, but I, I don't know if it's not fair because that series should have been done in three. You guys shouldn't have went five games with the guardians in the first place. Well, that's the, but that's the, that's the reality of it. The, right. You the, went the five point games. that I'm trying to battle with though, is there was two rainout days, two days, right? That's, that's the, the way that the, and the way that the MLB schedule works, no matter if, if Houston was playing, if they were playing, it would have happened the same way. You know, it's not just it's not just like oh the no, Yankees. it's not just a Yankees right. thing. But um, like, I just think that if there's two rainouts in in a series that's that's scheduled to be within a certain amount of days, you should have like you should still like what's it going to do to them to move the game back a day? If they moved it back to Thursday, now you're two days off of the the NLCS, so you're messing up the World Series schedule, which is what they're not. Gonna but do. but what is but like what is the whole schedule in the grand scheme of it though? You know what I mean? Like, what is moving it one day back? But that, I mean, in general, Joe, it was going to be four days. It was going to be four days in a row. You guys had two days of rest in between. It's not like you're going. We had in. rest. Yeah. So it's not like you guys are going in five days in a row playing a game every single day. You know what I mean? It's I don't know. I, I, just, I get where you're coming from, but it's also a home fan thing of being like going right from New York. Obviously, if it was fucking Baltimore, it wouldn't be that bad. Right. It's not, you know, it's a, you're going on a six hour, five and a half hour, or probably what, three and a half hour, four hour flight ish from NYC to, to, to Houston. Yeah, I, I get it, but at the same time, that's, that's just kind of what comes with it and what comes with playing baseball. It's not like these guys haven't done back-to-back day-to-days throughout the entirety of the season. You know what I mean? This is just at a higher-stake, higher-risk game against a better team. That's that's all that it really comes down to. I get it. I don't know. I just feel like if you win, a, seri- from, win a series, like it's a series. I don't know. I feel like you should have a day off to travel in between a series, a travel day. I, I get what you're saying. Like I said, if it didn't ha- – it just happened – the way that it happened, it, it was – it was bound to because you guys should have played 
four games in four days. Inevitably, you didn't. You had two days in between. I know they weren't scheduled to rest, but they were still inevitably rest, right? So you still had two extra days, which if you just took this game, put it to last night, you would have had today to rest, right, to go there. So it's just the day It's the day in between and the day difference of, of the scheduling. All right, last thing. If we could make a dream Yankees lineup, okay, for the for the opening game tomorrow against Houston, what would it be, right? Let's go through this. Who do you want at your leadoff, right? Say DJ's there. Say Benny's there. Say Glaber's there, right? It's the whole crew we had. Add in, um, add in those two guys. If th- we can make a lineup, who would be your leadoff? I still think Glaber. Glaber has done really well since they've plugged him in there. He did. Glaber's he not did. hitting right now, though. That's the only thing that worries me. It doesn't matter if he's hitting. He's getting on base. He's, he's getting he's, on. He's base. getting on base. He's stealing bases. He's causing pressure, and that's the one thing for this series. Like I said, if you guys are going to be hitting 167, it's going to come down to it. Because how many times did Judge get? Judge had what three or four total at bats this entire series that he had runners even on base. That also doesn't help his mentality or his morale as well, that he has nobody to hit in, and he might just have to go and try and hit a home run when you guys are down because no one else is fucking hitting the baseball, right? So that's what the, where the swing and miss, the strikeout, the three for 18 comes into play. And for me, getting Glaber on base, having him, even if he's you know hitting 100, if his on base is 300, he's getting on base every every three times, that's what a leadoff's supposed to do, right? That's, that's just what you're supposed to do in that role. He did it really well today. It, it caught, like I said, they didn't put any fucking pressure games one through three on the Guardians on the bases. It was home run and and, and that was it, right? That that's I want to know how many home runs or how many runs were from home runs in this series for the Yankees. So I would go. I would go with Glaber's one. So if I, I'm just gonna go through and make my own lineup, all right. So if I can make my lineup, I think I would have Glaber at one. I think I'd have Rizzo two. I think I'd have. Judge in the three hole. Uh, I think I would have Stanton four, Donaldson five, Waldo six. Benny seventh. I'm a, <laughs> to be no, honest, I can't I, take I Bader out. I, well, I was just going to say, I don't put. Um, so my out. All right. Hang on. My outfield okay. is from left to right. Ben attendee. Judge Bader, no Ben Attendee, Bader Judge. Yeah, and then your infield, your infield. My thinking. infield's Rizzo, Glaber, Waldo, JD, Pitcher, Trevino. You're starting. You're still starting JD over um... DJ. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Um, does this come back to what I was saying a few like a few months ago about how we would take JD over IKF? You disagree? I can't listen for what it's worth though, but but where but where JD is in the order is different though. IKF was expected to be like a little contact hitter, and he did his job. Like he was a two sixty five hitter this year, and and granted, even in that series, he hit the he had like more hits than maybe any other Yankee. That's what I mean. I, besides I just, Bader, I don't know if like I think honestly right now I don't know if I, who I would take over over the two. I, that, I was just fucking around with you, but. Just I would right, t- right now you need I don't know where something. DJ I don't know where DJ, uh, DJ is though. You it, need a spark though, man. You guys need something in your line. Switch it up like JD's got a better glove. They fucking won. Congratulations. This shit ain't gonna fly in Houston. Let's just say that right now. Because if you don't change a thing and you hit 170 and Boone doesn't make a single change going into tomorrow on 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 another, like you said, no days rest, and they have the availability of Benny DJ, throw him in. 
see what they can do. Right? I don't I don't know. I mean, then again, Donaldson probably against Verlander knows him probably better than most of the other guys in the lineup. Um I don't know if I would put Rizzo up to two though. He's just not like a guy that I want as like he's not a contact. So here's hitter. here's he where I hit, he did hit good out of everyone else. Here's where I'll go. That's why I say what I say. Okay, mm-hmm. Judge, right now, and you have to exp- you have to say what he is right this second because he's not going to change from fucking today till tomorrow. I, I I highly believe he's not going to. Okay, so based on what I saw from Judge, Judge has the big the big pop in his bat. Right, he's back to 2017. Aaron Judge, he comes up, he makes a clutch home run. Rizzo got on base, right? He walked a couple times this series. Judge really didn't walk much. I would rather take the risk of having... I would rather try and get Rizzo on onto first, whatever, Glaber on second, and have Judge make the big hit to hit those guys in than Judge take a big hack and potentially stri- like strike out and then there's already an out if Glaber's on first. Right? You know, you get, do you get my hypothetical? I get, I get where you're coming I'd rather, from. I think but... Rizzo has a better chance of getting on base for Judge to hit him in than Judge getting on base for Rizzo to hit him in. Okay. I can I can see where your where your concept lies with that. However, the thing the thing that I'm thinking of that like the first thing that pops in my head too is Judge is three for eighteen, right? We talked about how he didn't have anybody on base. Imagine, right, if there's two outs to start off almost every game and no one gets on base and they don't change the lineup, and Bader's not hitting ninth, or Benny's not hitting ninth, and the bottom of the order is doing as poorly as they did, right? Basically hitting zero. Uh, from seven to nine, the, you know whoever you put in there. Did Trevino have a hit this series? He had a sack fly in game one. You get but, what I mean? But you I can't, what I mean? but you can't put turn... Trevino in for his. It, it, Trevino's not no. there for his bat. I'm not even talking about that though. I'm talking about when you flip the lineup over. Like you might have to put Bader back into the nine spot just to have some guys on for the top of the order. I mean the the bottom of the order. If you look at these these other teams, everybody's hitting one through nine. And, and I mean the Yankees just squeaked by the Guardians. Basically, with the bottom half of their order, not not even touching a baseball or t- getting on the getting on base for anybody. So it's just like if Judge knows that now there's instead of one out and being like, oh okay, like if I get a single here, hit a double in the gap, like I can maybe work a rally or whatever. But the other thing with it too is you're more likely to challenge Aaron Judge with two outs than you are with one. And the Guardians were challenging Judge all series. Throwing throwing fastballs, throwing strikes to him, uh, keeping the ball down in the zone, and they got beat a couple times. But you know what? They'll take that. They should have won that series. They just hit like shit. They made a bad. They made some bad choices in Game Five, and they should have closed it out in Game Four. But they 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 completely messed it up. And it is what it is. And the Yankees are moving on, right? You 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 take with what you got. But um, so the Astros are are a significantly all around much better team than the Guardians. Oh sure. Uh, but I think the Yankees know that, like they know they're not they're not oblivious to it. Ben, so Kobe sent us a thing, uh, an article or whatever. Ben Attendee unlikely to be ready for the next series. Marinaccio should be ready. Montas, whatever the fuck that's supposed to mean, is going to be ready. <laughs> and DJ is going to be who, ready. Who are you taking off for Montas? Um, Ramon? Schmidt, Clark. It's probably one of those two, right? I don't think you take Lou out. I don't think you take Tyone out. Right? Who do I take out for You're not taking out a lefty? No, I guess I would probably I'd probably take out Herman. Herman didn't even t- pitch a single inning in that series. 
There was no Herman that series. Um, yeah. I then you know what though? Montas a better arm than Herman. Bullpen arm, speed, speed. Uh, that's just that's what comes to mind. I don't know. Like Montas is gonna they they're gonna put him on this roster. I know they're gonna. Well, <laughs> they kind of have to. You made a trade for him. They're not gonna you know they're not gonna sign him and then keep him off the playoff roster. But my problem is is I just think in big situations we haven't seen haven't seen him thrive yet. Okay, and so that worries me. Who's our outfield? It's there's no like Ben Attendee. Said, oh, there's no Benny. No, they said he's not gonna be ready. I genuinely think you're going to have to play IKF. At shortstop? Yeah, and you'll have to put Cabrera in the outfield. There's no way we put Matt Carpenter in the outfield, right? No chance. We put him in the outfield Absolutely in the regular not. season. Do we put John Carlo Actually, in the outfield? Actually, you know what? And DH Carp? No, I think you do that. I, either way, you could flip it around. Whatever you want, throw whoever in left. You got the short porch. It's not going to be crazy. They, they, The fucking Astros hide Jordan Alvarez out there, right? Whoever's got the better arm between John Carlo and Carpenter? Throw them out and left when you're in when you're in Houston. But I, I think, think left or right, left with a short porch, uh, less ground to cover. Yeah, hundred percent. I think John Carlo could play left field. He's played left field in Houston before. All right, so that's it then. That's what I'm going with. I'm I going John Carlo and left, Judge and center, um, Bader and right. No, no, no. no, no I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know mm-hmm. why I keep thinking that. I think Judge from that because Judge has yeah. played so much center field until Bader got there. Yeah. So, Giancarlo, Bader, Judge. Rizzo, Glaber, Cabrera, Donaldson, Trevino. Yes. That's it. Carpenters or DH. Carpenter. Get him I, some at-bats. I think. Yeah. That, and that, dude, Yankees fans can't fucking sit here and get like come after Carpenter for having bad at-bats. The dude's had two at-bats in the major league since fucking August 1st, like, you know? Oh like, yeah! 100%. Damn it! Leave him alone! Like, he what need, the fuck he's supposed to do? No, he needs a whole game or a couple games to get back in the rhythm, and that's so hard to do in the yeah. playoffs. It's the hardest to do in yeah, the playoffs. Pressure's on you. Pressure's on you. You're facing the best pitchers yeah. out of anybody yeah. in the oh league, God, right? Dude. You're facing the hottest pitchers, most likely in the league at this point. So obviously, you know, whoever you bring in at this point, though, whether it's DJ, whether it's Carpenter, you know, whether you want to throw fucking Marwin back in the lineup for a little bit. All right, so DJ or knows? Carpenter at DH. Uh, I think it depends who's on the mound. I think okay. I think you go game by game with that. I think you. I say honestly, throw throw Carpenter out there. Video. What's going on with it? No, I just stopped. Okay, just re-record it. Yeah, Gucci. Beautiful. Uh, what I was saying was is just I think you throw Carpenter out game one. You throw See D- what he can do. Throw DJ out game two. Right, you're probably going to go against Fran Valdez game two. Oh, that's the one lefty I was forgetting. Um. You know, oh, okay, right, lefty, so, on, lefty on righty, righty on lefty. Th- that's I think that's fair. Okay, all right. Um, anything else for the Yankees? Anything else we should? And I, I don't mean like you know, just like roster moves, shit like that. No, I think I mean I think we pretty much we, we covered a good. I'm ready. Time. I'm ready for <laughs> hey, dude. I'm excited for another. I'm ex- I'm excited for another Yankees in in Houston series. I mean, even if we get fucked on, like I really don't think we're gonna get shit on. Um, I think it will go at least six. Yeah, I think it goes six. No matter what, I think it goes six. I don't think I, I don't as of as we stand right now. I don't think we we can beat them. Um, but I, you know, it all depends on wh- how we hit in game one. It'll it'll if we can start if our bats can come alive, man. We just can't have another series like that. I mean, we didn't hit, and I, I'm so sick of the fucking just the home runs and the home run swings every at bat. 
so old. Like, that's all we do. Yeah. Like I said, man. Can somebody look, shorten up their swing once? The two teams that we're looking at right now, right? These two teams have an ability, right? One through nine to go out in innings one through nine and score five runs in any, in any inning, right? That's just what these teams are built on. They're built on hustle. They're built on contact. They're built on moving people over, getting bunts down. And then you have your big guys come up like Bryce Harper or, you know, Romuto or, you know, even Castellanos has been starting to heat up a little bit towards the end of that just series. Just play the situation. You know what I mean? It's it's the other guys doing their part for the big guys to come up and do their part. It, it, it all combines and conjoins into one thing. I'm getting so, a no-caller ID phone call right now. That's probably Boone. Should we answer it? Hello? I gave him what, a shot. What else would you expect? What else would you expect? Um, anybody anybody else ever get nervous when you get a no-caller ID? Because you know that somebody purposefully has to do that. Like it's, uh, what's his name? Michael Myers. Oh, uh, I was going to say, who's the guy from Taken? Jason? Nope. The guy from Taken, the old dude? Liam Neeson. It was Liam Neeson? All right, yeah. Just just, call just me that gets like, nervous? or I will find you. I will let you down. I kind of want him to call again. Like, I'm not going to call again. What are you, fucking 15? What? Like, who, Dude, no, who no caller IDs? Quick story. Donato had a app on his phone when we were in high school that made his caller ID our coaches. Like, our basketball Oh, here we coaches. go. Now I'm getting another phone call. Hello? Hey. Hey. Um, who are you? Hello? I'm Casey. Casey who? McGuire. Why do you have my number in your contacts? I don't know. That's why I'm calling and asking. Oh, yeah. I, I, where are you from? New York. Okay, yeah. Where in New York? Okay, well, that's strange. <laughs> I mean, I'm from Albany, too. What's your name? Joey. Oh, Joey? Yeah. Joey what? Uh, Joey Haas. Is <laughs> <laughs> you one night saying that girl? What the fuck is good with that? Who the fuck? Who the fuck is Casey McGuire? I don't know. It's probably Lizzie McGuire's sister. <laughs> well, okay. That was pretty uh, interesting. But moving on. All right. I'm trying to find her. I don't think her real name is Casey McGuire. Probably not. I don't really care, though. No, like, I've accepted that people know who I am. So it's like, go ahead. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. As soon as you said the last name, she. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Okay. <laughs> Oh, how about the NLCS? How about just, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess like it's um, just a surprising, it's just surprising to see the two jugs that get knocked out. I mean, other than that, I'm just here for a good series, dude. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Like one quick thing. Philly's just know how to fucking hit one quick thing before we, before we move into the CS, I just want to talk about the DS real quick. And as much as I love Dave Roberts, I love what he did for the Sox. I love what he did in 04 to get us, 
to come back from that 03 um, against the New York Yankees, which is the only time it's ever happened in history. Um, Who the fuck was that? I have no idea. It was Casey McGuire, dude. Look it up on Facebook. But I just want to say the Dodgers have to be looked at as, you know, I talked about the Angels on the radio the other day as being one of the most disappointing franchises, right, in the MLB. You want to talk about disappointing, right? This team is expected to be in the playoffs every single year and at least make the World Series. You don't get there for consecutive seasons, and the only time you, or in the times that you do, you've lost, and the only time you've won is a non-full season. And I don't want to take anything away, but a shortened season, right? Uh, I don't know about those Dodgers, man. So I just wanted to say quickly, she like, met me at a party. I don't know. Oh, sounds about right. I don't think I met her at a party. I mean, clearly she you did if you have her if she has your number. Did you just say what party? I don't mean to throw you off. I'm no, sorry. You're this good. is just I was like, just on uh, a tangent anyway. It didn't really mean anything. No, the Dodgers are frauds. I think that's what you're trying to get at. I just think that like, there's something faulty somewhere. There's something going on. I mean, you have the top three or you have the best top three in baseball by a million. By a million. Mookie Betts, Trey Turner, and Freddie Freeman. Teams would give their left nut a half mil and the Oakland A's stadium to have that top three, right? I mean, I just don't understand how this team continues to be frauds every single year. And I feel like it's just not talked about enough. I don't know if Dave Roberts needs to go. I don't know if they need to change their mantra. I don't know if Clayton Kershaw needs to retire because I don't feel like that's it. But they're pitching... Through the regular season, everybody seems to play good. Everybody seems to, you know, play above pace. But they won 111 games this year, and they went out in four to the fucking Padres. Like, I, I just I just don't get what I'm watching. And credit to the Padres. They played an incredible series. Credit to the Phillies. They played um, an incredible series as well. And I think this is going to be the – I think these two matchups, right, is good for both sides. I think the AL – Right, you got the Titans and the Astros and the Yankees, the two best teams over there that I would say um, easily. And then in this one, you got two teams that just got hot at the right time. So I think our World Series is going to be, you know, a Titan versus an underdog, uh, whatever way you look at it. And I think that that's that's good for baseball. I think it's a good way for um, the it's a good look for the MLB to show that you know anything really can happen in uh, in postseason baseball. Yeah, fair enough. Um, Okay, yeah. Who you got in the series? Who the fuck is Casey? Oh, in this series? Yeah. I got Philly. I got Philly. Uh, I think the Phillies, dude, honestly, um, they can hit. They can just hit better than anybody. That's that's my thing. Um, you know what blows my fucking mind? They're just hot right now. You know what blows my fucking mind? What? Will Myers is still playing. Like, he's still in the lineup. Yeah. Then again, Schwarber's in the lineup, so I mean... I guess I can't really say anything. He's hitting uh, .037 better than him. But I, I don't know. I feel like I, 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 I want to say the Phillies, too. But this Padres team, I think. This girl's blowing day. smoke up my ass. I got the Padres. Their bottom of the lineup is. Their bottom of the lineup. But. Best in the league right I mean, the, Phil- the Phillies have been good all around one through nine, too. They they haven't really. I mean, it's really been after Kyle Schwarber. Everybody else has hit the ball. Gene Segura is fucking best best player in baseball right now. <laughs> All right, I gotta. I just gotta close my mind to this whole. Yeah, just case do it. Out, just do it after. I don't right? know who Lizzie McGuire is or whatever, but <laughs> great movie. Whatever. Hey um, now, let's move on. This let's, is what dreams are made of. Let's go. Let's move forward here, okay? Kobe, 
uh, take take this thing. All right. So we promised everybody we would do the second half for all these teams, right? We did the first half of the Giants, the Jets, the Bills, their first half predictions. And, uh, uh, uh. Is that Jason Worth? <laughs> I, saw, I saw a video today on TikTok about that. <laughs> but we promised, the, we, we promised we would do the second half. So now that we got a grip on all these teams and they're three of the top, you are the guy with the podcast, right? Dude, Shane blowing smoke. She's actually Casey McGuire. I didn't have a podcast junior year. This bitch is playing. This isn't who I think it is. No, dude. She, now, I mean, you have a podcast now. It doesn't mean you had to know her. So you probably met her fucking seven years ago. That's kind of. Did you say why did you hang up? It's kind of foul. She said you're the guy with the podcast, right? I said I sure am. <laughs> Something's fishy here. Something's fishy, and I'm I'm not I'm not sleeping on it. All right, let's do this. Set. Well, who do you got up first? Giants. Second half, New York Giants. They started off five and one. Here we go. What do we Kobe, have give that? me the rest of their season, game by game. So give me a. I think we did up uh, to week eight for everybody, didn't we? Yeah, we did up to week eight, but we can just kind of roll it over now. You know what I mean? So give me uh, what number week it is and who they're playing where. All right, so week nine at the Ravens, whatever. Right now, I'm taking the Giants. I'm taking the Giants. Week 8 at Seattle. I'm going to go with the Giants. That's a fucking tough one. Two jugs. (laughs) Geno Smith versus fucking Daniel Jones on primetime. Who would have thought I would want to see that eight weeks ago? Uh, Give me the Seahawks. Week 9 is a bye. Oh, give me that's the Giants. Week eleven at home against Detroit. I gotta Uh, give them the the Giants aren't gonna be undefeated. I have to go with the with the Lions. The Giants aren't gonna fucking go fifteen and two. I I had my loss, so I'm I'm going with the Giants again because I don't know. Wait, you said they're in uh, New York. Yep, they're in New York. Oh yeah, Jared Goff can't play anywhere besides the dome. They're fucked. (laughs) Week twelve. Thanksgiving, I believe. Cowboys. At the Dallas Cowboys. Give me the Cowboys. Give that, me the Giants. You're a sick fuck. Week 13 at home versus the Commanders. Give me the Giants. Give me the Giants. Week 14 in Philadelphia. Philly. Give me the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> Week 15 in Washington. Give me the Giants. Yeah, I'll go Giants. Week 16 in Minnesota. Minnesota. In Minnesota? Well, actually, I think at this point... What time's the game? I don't think... (laughs) Give me the Vikings. Yeah, well, I'll say this. Week 16, they could have that division wrapped up. I'll say this. Kirk Cousins is a fucking menace. He might not be playing, though. It's going to be week 16. They might have the division locked up by then. I'm going to go With the way the fucking Packers look. Vikings. Go Vikings. I'll go Vikings. Week 17 at home versus Indianapolis. Give me the Colts. I think they'll have it somewhat figured out, and I think I've given the Giants way too many wins. I think they're like 13 for me or something, so I'm going to go Colts. 
Um, ending their season in Philadelphia. Give me the Eagles. I don't think the Eagles beat the Giants both times this year. Give me the Giants. Okay. I like it. Kobe, pull up the uh, Jets. We'll save we'll save the best for last. The old Buffalo uh, Bills. The schnuffle. Stephen A. Smith had the had the Jets as the fifth best team in the NFL today, and they didn't put the Giants in the top five. That, that was kind of wild. Well, That's did foul. you? I wanted to also talk about that too, but I mean, the, both New York teams are in the top ten for ESPN's power rankings. I don't know All three that. New York teams. Well, yeah, <laughs> the two that we haven't seen in ten years are in there. Is what I should have said. The Bills, we just expect at this point, They're the best team in football. All right. No mutual followers. <laughs> <laughs> Week seven in Denver. Who the fuck Broncos is this? It's the Jets. Broncos country, stay inside. Jets. Jets and six. <laughs> don't don't you dare don't no. you dare. No. I don't want to watch another Broncos game this entire year. I want fucking <laughs> Brett Rippin to start next week. I want Nathaniel Hackett gone. I want him somewhere in Aruba sitting where he can't see anyone on the Broncos team. I want Patrick Sertain at running back next week. Go ahead. Sorry. So you're taking the Jets? Oh, yeah, I'm taking the Jets. Week 8 at home versus New England. Give me the Jets. At home? Oh, actually, you know what? Wait, they're they're at home. Okay. Yeah, they're at home. Give me the Jets. Give me the Jets. (sighs) Fuck. If Bailey Zappi's starting, I'll take the Patriots. If Mac Jones is starting, I'll take the Jets. I like that, man. Week 9. At home versus Buffalo. No, give me the Bills. Give me the Bills. <laughs> They're not there yet. Couple Lightning years, doesn't strike Couple twice. years. Yeah. Okay. Uh, week 10 is a bye. Week 11 in New England. Uh, give, me, this, give me the Pats. Yeah, I think they split. So. Week 12 at home versus Chicago. The give Bears? me the Jets. Oh, give me the fucking Jets. Week 13 in Minnesota. Give me the Vikings. Yeah, give me the wait time. <laughs> What's the time of the game? Oh, one o'clock. Give me the, give me the give Vikings. Me the Vikings. <laughs> this guy's a fucking menace at one o'clock. Week fourteen in Buffalo. Game. Give me the Jets. You're a funny. What is wrong with you? Okay. Give me the Bills by twenty-eight that week. Week fifteen at home versus Detroit. Give me the Jets. Give me the, give me the Lions. What? what are you high? Week sixteen versus the Jags at home. Give me the Jets. On none other than the prime Amazon Prime Thursday. Night. Give me the Jets. Jets Jags on Thursday night. Give me the Jets. Give me the Jets. Week seventeen in Seattle. Give me the Jets. Fuck. Give me uh no, I'm gonna take Seattle. I don't know if Russell or Russell Wilson. Yeah, I got him on my fucking mind now. I don't know if Zach Wilson can can throw them out of a, a game yet, so that's yet to be seen. Week eighteen in Miami. Give me the Jets. Fully healthy, both teams, give me the Dolphins. Give me the Jets. 
I think the Jets could definitely win that game, though. So so far, just to clarify, we have two. We have both the Giants and the Jets. Probably making. I the think playoffs. both over eleven wins. Something's not right here. No. I mean, I don't know exactly what the tally is, but yeah, it sounds fuck, like we're fucking something up right now. <laughs> it's. I mean, dude. I mean, we we have to right now, right? We have to assess them as they are. And right now, they're two of the top 10 teams in football. Everybody else looks like the definition of mid. Think about it. The Bucks just lost to the fucking Steelers. The Bengals just had a close game with this. Everybody is in the same zone. The Jets were the only team that I think won by two scores this week. For Christ's sake. Am I wrong on that? Uh-huh. Maybe maybe the Rams over the, uh, the Panthers. But other than that, I mean, every game was pretty fucking close. All right. Let's go, Buffalo Bills. So this week is a bye week. So week eight at home versus the Packers. Oh, uh, give me the Bills by a thousand. Give me Jordan Love in the game and the Bills <laughs> winning. Uh, week nine in New York against the Jets. I don't even remember what I said, but I'm pretty sure I said the Bills. So I think I'm going to stick with Bills. That. Bills. Week ten at home versus Minnesota. At one o'clock. Oh, obviously. Every, I mean, everyone's playing fucking Minnesota though in New York. Huh? Somebody's somebody's gonna have to what beat time? Minnesota. Give me the Bills. Fuck that. Give me the Bills. <laughs> Week eleven at home versus Cleveland. Deshaun Watson's gonna be nah. back, and I'm still gonna take the Bills. Oh, he is. I thought he wasn't back yeah, till twelve. 11. Oh well. Yes. Okay. No, he won't be back. Okay, yeah. then it's easily the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, give me the Bills. They're just going to penetrate instead of other things. Week 12 talking about penetra- Detroit. You're talking about penetration and Deshaun Watson in the same sense? What? Week 12 in Detroit. Give me the Bills. You guys have the same fucking schedule. <laughs> no, <it's>, everybody <laughs> plays the Packers, the fucking Lions, and the, the Vikings. Vi- well, oh, well, they're probably, obviously, duh. They're playing the South and the, or the fucking North and whatever fucking divisions there. Uh, give me the Bills. Video, give, me, give me give me the Bills. Give me fucking Bailey Zappi and the fucking Patriots to upset them. I think the the Bills have to lose another shit game. And I, and you said it was in New England? In New England yeah. yeah, that's going to be the one. Mark okay. it down. All right. Week 14 at home versus the Jets. This is where I'm pretty yeah. sure I picked the Jets. This is go Jets. So I'm going to have to go Jets. I'm going to go Bills. I think they bounce back. Week 15 at home versus Miami. Give me the Bills. Yeah. By a, by a revenge game. amount, too. Yeah. Revenge game. I think they're they're really going to fucking put a pounding down on them. Week 16 in Chicago. Uh, give me Matt Barkley at quarterback, and I'm taking his over on four passing touchdowns. Give me the Bills. Yeah, I think you could probably throw Stefan Diggs in a quarterback and win the Wildcat all game and win this game. Week 17 <laughs> in Cincinnati, Monday night. Give me Give me the Bills. Yeah, I haven't been impressed with uh, Cincinnati, but if they're on the track that they are last week and Jamar continues to to thrive, maybe. But right now, at the time we're doing this, I'm taking the Bills. Rounding out the season in New England, week 18. In New England? In New England. I thought you said you were, I thought we already did this. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Not in New England. In Buffalo. Come yeah. on, dude. Give me the Bills. Bills. I think, what are the, so what I got them at? 15 and 2? I think you have them at fifteen and two. Yeah, that's fine. That's about where they are. Okay, they're the best team in football. 
They're the best team. Yes, they are the best team. In I mean, football. out of all those games, they have a chance. They, they probably have a chance to lose to the Patriots, I think, once. They definitely have a chance to lose to the Jets once. They're not losing to the Dolphins again. That's for fucking I sure. I don't think they'll lose to the Dolphins again. They could lose to the Bengals. They could lose to the, could lose to the Vikings. The Vikings have been really good in close games, and the Bills haven't, so I don't know. All right. Here's, yeah. here's my closing question for, for you guys for the end of this podcast, okay? If the next week, if next week on the schedule it said Giants versus Jets, all right, and they played, who do you have winning? I got here, the Jets. hang on. Ready, take yours back, Kobe. Yuck yours back over here. Say it again so that way. Oh, I already have it on here. All right. So I think that the Jets would win right now. Really? And let me tell you why. The Giants did lose, right, to Cooper Rush, a backup quarterback, and they had some big rushing plays. I know things have been different the past couple of weeks, and they've been they've been kind of snuffing that out. But you think about that the way that they just won in Baltimore. Granted, I will say they've been overperforming. They've been playing really good. And with the hands they've been dealt, they're winning football games, and that's all that fucking matters right now, right? At the end of the day, they're winning football games. However, the Jets, to me right now, with how good Hall is playing, they they are running the football so efficiently. Their defense looks immaculate. Their special teams is doing it for them. And, I mean, Zach Wilson ba- basically just has to sit there and wait for the game to end so he can go bang somebody's mom in the stands, and they win football games at this point. That's what, that is what is happening for the Jets. And on the other hand, for the Giants, they're, they're ground and pound. They're... Basically relying on Saquon right now and for Daniel Jones not to make turnovers. So I think right now, just the way that things are going, the Jets have been, and that's why I see why Stephen A put them as a higher um, seed or you know as as his top five. But I do think that the Giants definitely deserve the, the respect, and I think it'd be a really fun game to watch, the most fun we've had in years, maybe since Chad Pennington. All right, Kobe, come here. <laughs> Take this mic. There's actually a nice, uh, nice sound, so you sound good. So, Ray, I, I like I like your analysis, but I think I'm going to have to go to the ladder. I think if the Jets... <laughs> if, Guys, if, I'll see you later. Have a great week. If, if the Jets played <laughs> the Giants right now, next week, give me the Giants. I think if you look at how... The Giants have had their success this year. I've been very critical of Daniel Jones, and you know this. We, You both know how critical I've been of him. Their play calling has been great. Their defense has been top five, and Saquon Barkley is MVP caliber right Don't now. Don't forget about their quarterback, would you? And Daniel Jones, he's finding a way. Who is this fucking guy? He's trying to make a play. Listen, Who the fuck wait, is this I'll guy? I'll tell you what, but I'll tell you what. It takes a mature man. It does. It takes a when mature I'm guy to, to say when yeah, he's It took wrong. him six weeks. So I, want to, I want to hear you say it, Kobe. I want to hear you say this. <laughs> I want you to tell me that Daniel Jones isn't as bad as you fucking made him out to be. Go. Daniel Jones isn't as bad as I made him out to be. That's right. That's fucking right. That's uh, damn right. Amen. Anything else you want to say? Not really. You want to talk to Casey McGuire for me? <laughs> Yeah, swing her my way, dude. What the fuck? Hey, I need something. Yeah, there's more to well, me and Kobe will play rock paper scissors after this. There's more to the story now. She's now she's like, uh, I said okay, Casey McGuire. So 
Ask her if she's related to Lizzie. Do you have an Instagram? Oh, I did. And I said, so follow me back on your Instagram then. She said, nah, because you're hella aggressive. I said, oh, word, Casey McGuire? And she goes, she goes, I know what you did. I was like, oh, yeah? I said, you know what I did? I said, what I do? And she goes, you know people talk. I said, okay, so what I do then, Lizzie McGuire? And she still hasn't answered me. People do talk. Yeah, dude, what'd you do? I said, yeah, I should have said, yeah, I actually do two talk shows a week. Which one Which one did you hear? Um, Who do you think is going to win the fucking game? Asshole? <laughs> 90% I, I, of this podcast has been based off of Casey McGuire. I would go, if I had to give it right now, I, I would say the Giants. Um, I think Dable's got one of the best, if not the best playbook in the NFL. I really do. He's, pull, he's pulling everything out of his ass. Like he's he's that good, right? And like, listen, when but here's here's my here's my if and then statement though. When you have a better playbook, it allows you to realize that you're a better football player too. Okay? So although Daniel like this playbook is making Daniel Jones look better, but he's also getting better by being in a better system. Right? Like he's not it's not like if he went back to Joe Judge's book tomorrow, he would regress back to Daniel Jones of last year. Like he's taken strides forward because he's been taught a better playbook and a better system and and, and learned new things in his system. So yes, I, I'm gonna say the Giants because of their play calling and their defense and stuff, but Daniel Jones has gotten better, a lot better from last year. I don't disagree with you. The the thing that just I think they're rushing right now. Is I know Saquon is definitely up there with the top in the league, but Brees Hall has been absolutely immaculate, and they also have a, another guy behind him that has been playing really well um, as well. And Sauce Gardner has been playing out of his mind on the defensive side of the ball, and that defensive front has been absolutely unreal for them as well. And for me, I just look at the last couple games, right? You go into Green Bay, right? You go into Green Bay and win by two scores when nobody even had you th- thinking about winning that game. Right, the way that the Giants won, like I said, they had maybe a call that was not pass interference, where Daniel Jones threw a pick in the end zone. Right, that some people were arguing about that you that could have ended the game, and they wouldn't have won that game. And then yeah. you look at the game before that, and the Jets put up fucking forty on the Dolphins' defense. Right, that's my that that's just my mindset. I get where you guys are coming from. I guess just, the the Giants have been so like, oh, we won, and I feel like the Jets are like steamrolling people right now and it's not even close see now the thing for me and then we have a quarterback thrown i agree with what you said and i only add on to what you said i'm not there's nothing to take away from what you said nor is there a butt or anything the giants just beat the ravens the ravens are fucking good like they got it all i don't know do they they don't have receivers <laughs> but Yes, they are going to be a. They're going to be in the playoffs, presumably. They have an MVP quarterback who is playing like an MVP so far this season. They made him not look like an MVP, uh, and I get the same thing with Rodgers. But they also beat Rodgers, right? Oh yeah. I no, just to me, to me, to me, that's where that's where it, it differentiates. Yes, the Jets put a pounding on the on the uh, Dolphins. But the Giants beat the Ravens, and it wasn't like it was a fluke game or anything. Like the Giants went out there, and in the second half, completely flipped the script, made a comeback. Daniel Jones did his thing. Saquon did his thing. The defense made fucking turnovers. Like they looked like 
they looked like a playoff football team. Oh no! And I, that was that was the thing to me where I'm like, holy shit! Like, yo, like this, there was no flukes. There was no like, oh, but that, but that play, it was like, no. Daniel Jones led a fucking great drive down the fields, finished it with Saquon. Saquon got in the end zone, got six. The Giants have pressure on the, you know, they they have to stop Lamar. Thibodeau and the rest of those guys make a big fucking play, and it's like, holy shit! Like, that's what playoff teams do. And I'm like. The Jets haven't had that that game to me, and I say I I get they went in Lambo, but the, the the Giants beat the Packers too, on neutral playing ground. But they both so okay. So if you cross off the Packers win, they both beat the Packers. The Giants beat the Ravens. The Jets beat the Dolphins. QB carousel, yes, but they still scored on the Jets. The Giants stopped. One of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. And yeah, but the Ravens aren't even a top 10 team right now. Neither, neither, neither are the, uh, neither are the Dolphins though, at this point. The, Ra- the Ravens are a top ESPN's power rankings. They're number four, I think. Number four? number four. The Ravens are good. You're basically putting Lamar at four. Check, I, I sent it to you. You're basically putting Lamar at four, dude. They don't Check have. The oh, now she sent an audio message. Ray, I, I do see your Dude, their mind. defense gave up fucking 30 points in one fucking quarter to Tua and made everybody think that he's the a Greek fucking god, right? You just lost to Daniel Jones and the Giants. Don't get me wrong. They've been playing great this year. But you have three bad losses on the year. You barely squeaked by the fucking Bengals who were in a pit of despair, right? I mean, what like what has given me top five fucking vibes this year from this team? Besides Lam- saying Lamar Jackson is an MVP candidate. All right, all right. We're not going to get into a whole fucking Ravens conversation. No, but you're the going, conversation but, with the Giants. You're going off of the, the fact Jets. that the, the 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 Giants beat the Ravens, and it's like a, big, a huge win for them comparatively to what the Jets have done. Like no one is going to go into Green Bay and beat them by seventeen this year. There's not many teams that can go and do that. We didn't even think. I, I mean, think, people didn't think that. People thought that the Packers were going to fucking stop on them that game, even though they've been playing like shit. Like if you just look at what everyone thought before the game, and I just think that. Right now, if if the Jets play the Giants, inevitably it would be a great game. One. Two, it would give me probably just as much hype as it would as I was watching the Bills and Chiefs this fucking week. Like, I don't care what anybody else thinks. I don't care what anybody else says. That's my personal opinion. Right now, one of my games that I would want to watch this season and I wish was on the fucking schedule, and I never thought I would say this in a million years, would be New York Giants, Jets, in the fucking Meadowlands, and I'd buy a ticket for $4,000 today if it was if they put it in the schedule. It would be a sick game. It would be a lit game. So, Kobe, you would go Giants. I'd go Giants. I, 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 it's a good football game. I, I don't know. It's yeah. It's worth. It's worth. We could go back and forth yeah. on it for fucking hours, right? I mean, the, I wish they. I wish they would play. Both defensive. Both defensive have have looked really good. The rookies on on the side for the Giants have looked really good. Daniel Jones has made improvements. Zach Wilson hasn't lost since he came back. But you also like think like I know the Browns haven't looked great this year, but they just put up a great game against the Chargers last week, and the fucking Jets came back and beat them with Joe fucking Flacco, right? Oh, like, dude, it's they're both good teams. Yeah, they're they've both, both been teams. playing out of their skin this year. Both of their- But that's the point of a good conversation is to, is oh, to yeah, ask. Yeah. Like, I think the biggest thing... There goes Bryce Harper. See ya. That's dad. That, think, um, that's Poppy. It would come down to Zach Wilson providing a costly turnover for the Jets. I think that's what comes down to be. The Giants are that legit on defense. I don't, and I don't think Daniel Jones... 
but the Jets are just as good. I don't think I don't think Daniel Jones. They're more talented as far as the offensive side. One thousand percent. Oh yeah, yeah. One thousand, but that's fair. I think it's closer than you think on the defensive side of the football. But if you look outside of Sauce Gardner, it's not like anything great. It's not anything crazy. Sauce Gardner hasn't even been the best player on that defense. Quinn fucking Williams. Quinn Williams has. You kidding me? He's got like fucking six sacks this year. He's been fucking putting. Okay, but uh, like, there's, a, there's, a, you could obviously have a debate there and say that yeah. he's, dude, Williams at the front. That's where it starts. Getting pressure of the fucking quarterback is the reason that he's getting pick sixes and get and and don't get me wrong, Sauce has been an unbelievable defender and he's had, he's going to be up there with a great defender just like Sertan was, but it, it, like it's not like oh one and fucking C, you know what I mean, or like A and C. It's one A one B. Like they're yeah. both doing their part to help out, and they're the reason why those two are the main reason why that defense has been so good top to bottom. <sighs> wow, that's a good game. I'm trying to find that's a great football game. I want to find the power rings because I'd be absolutely shocked. I mean, Kobe sent them. Oh, you did? Yeah, they're right in that chat. Um, fucking blind. Here, I'll give I'll give it to you real quick. The Ravens are, if it'll load up. Yeah, Buffalo. I yeah, I think Buffalo and uh, Philly. You can you can swap. Either one, like one and two, two, like between them two, you could put either one at one, either one at two. Kansas City, Minnesota, Ravens at seven. Chargers are better than the Ravens right now. The Jets are better than the Ravens right now. I don't think the Bucks are better than the Ravens. I think the Chargers might be 15th. I don't think the what? I think the Chargers are doo doo. Okay. I still think that they've had, they've had, the Rams are 11th. Yeah, they should be. Rams should be about 25th. But dude, like I said, it's the it's the battle of mid. Like literally. You go, I mean, the seventeenth team is three and three. The eighteenth team is three and three. The nineteenth team is three and three. The twentieth team is three, two, and one. The twenty first team is the first team that's two and four. You got twenty teams in the league right now that are three and three or better. It is the league of mid. Yeah. Like this has been you know, just an absolute fuck show of a year. Right? I mean, the Cardinals are bottom five team. That's fucking crazy. Cardinals suck. The I've been Raven, saying that forever. Raiders Cardinals fucking, fucking stink. stink. Yeah. All right. Are we done here? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I guess the Ravens are, in my opinion, eight to ten. You could, you could probably switch them. But like I said, fucking 20 through 10, you could switch any of them. And I wouldn't doubt that anybody could beat anybody 10 through 20 right now. All right. Um, top fucking five, though. My dick. Yankees Astros starts tomorrow. Starts today, really, when the podcast comes out. Um, let's go fucking Yankees. Fuck let's, go, Yankees. let's go New York football. Seriously. There's absolutely no way that the Yankees will lose this series. You piece of shit. <laughs> That's coming straight from the fucking jinx. Oh, this. Give me Jake O'Dorizzi in three. What did you just say? I just fucking had a stroke. Jake O'Dorizzi in three. Uh, Thanks for listening. We'll see you in a few days. And as always, make sure you never forget. It's always. Let's fucking go, Yankees.